Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey, we're back. Good morning, everyone. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Mega Mike with us for the next couple of hours. What do you think? Hey, Mike. Hello. Mega? 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 What if we just call them Mega? But say it like the Sega. Yeah. Mega! 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 Hey. Thank you. I kind of like it. He's a big Sega guy. That, that, I kind of like that, too. You were Sega, not Nintendo? Uh, it was just the age. I mean, I started on the NES, but then just Sega was the one that got me through my childhood. You know? Genesis? Yes. Not Genesis. you, Mom or Dad. It was the Sega Genesis <laughs> exactly. that got me through my childhood. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Thanks also to teachers. Yes. We love you. Let's talk music. Okay. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Let me just get the bad news out of the way, okay? Okay. Well, we got a couple of bad news type yeah. stories, but uh, it's another big loss for the music industry. Uh, legendary guitarist Jeff Beck died on Tuesday after contracting bac- uh, bacterial meningitis. Wow. He was 78. He's a two-time member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the Yardbirds and then also as a solo artist. He's a seven-time Grammy winner. His career really took off when he succeeded Eric Clapton in the Yardbirds. That was all the way back in 1965. yeah. And then during his career... He released a bunch of hits of his of his own, or they actually released a bunch of hits. And then after he left the band, um, the Jeff Beck Group, which initially included Rod Stewart uh, and Ron Wood, um, and then last year he released an album with Johnny Depp that was called Eighteen. He played two songs on Ozzy's latest album, Patient Number Nine. I don't know how you contract bacterial meningitis. I don't either. I, I think... have no idea, and I don't know if the uh, if the the meningitis vaccine or shot that I got in college. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, I mean, myself. I wonder if that goes for viral or bacterial. I'm not sure. I feel like I knew somebody who contracted this once and was in such bad shape, but they ended up. surviving but um i guess it can spread through coughing sneezing kissing sharing utensils a toothbrush even a cigarette wash your hands people wow yeah i didn't realize that you could get it that easily 
careful. Is this a brain thing? I have so many questions. I don't know, Donna. I'm not super well-versed in meningitis. Jeff Beck had recently done stuff with Johnny Depp. Yes. Right? You said about a year ago? Uh, Less than that. Less yes. Than that? They, I believe they released an album. Uh, yeah, Was called ap- 18. After the uh, Amber Heard trial? or Maybe simultaneously or just before. Um, and then he played, like I said, on two songs on Ozzy's album. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. a, 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 yeah, rumor has it that Johnny Depp went and visited his bedside. I'm sure there are many, many uh, tributes and, you know, yeah. words of love. Can you say how old he was again? 78. Okay. Um, let's see. So there's the other... bad news. I got a little more bad news. Oh, this has to do with Whitney Houston. Now, she passed years ago. Uh, but apparently, Whitney Houston's estate is upset about a Gerard Carmichael joke from the Golden Globes. Yeah, it was, they should be. It was he, uh, horrible. They had come back. I, I, if I watched it correctly, they came back from break, and he sort of said, hey, I was told like you need to make some kind of a reference to to where we are, You know, the, the venue, the Beverly Hilton. So... We're here, live, from the hotel that killed Whitney Houston, the Beverly Hilton. And that was it. I don't know what the reaction looked like, again, because I watched that on social media. And it kind of, you just hear like a quick reaction, and then it cuts off. Uh, but apparently did not go well. Certainly did not go over with Whitney Houston's family. Her sister-in-law, Pat Houston, who's also the executor of her estate, said, quote, the Whitney Houston estate is disappointed in the joke and felt it was in poor taste absolutely she's also an executive producer on the um movie i want to dance with somebody yes yeah yeah when i heard that i was like okay dude i I, go i get it you're going for the shock but i don't think there's anybody out there who would be like oh that was a great joke it was mean it's just a mean joke and then that he should have gotten slapped here, hey, right? Pat Houston should have gotten up out of the audience if she were there. Slap that guy right across the face. Keep my sister's yeah. name. I do not uh, endorse violence. I was just kidding. Um. Yeah. He's. I don't think we're going to see Gerard Carmichael hosting any award shows Anytime ever soon. again. <laughs> I don't think so. You think he was that bad? I do. Yeah. Yeah, and just because the energy. I mean, again, I will always point to exhibit A, B, and C is coming out on stage and shushing the crowd. <laughs> not while laughing, not like, you know, oh my gosh, everybody's going crazy. Hang on, help me now. I got some stuff I want to say. It was just, shh, settle, set Like the teacher that you don't like, right? who just never gives anybody a chance to just breathe or like relax a little bit. That's how you started. That is exhibit A, B, and C. I'm, I I know the guy is talented and he's he'll he's gonna do great and he'll always do great and have success, but as far as emceeing the Golden Globes, it was uh, did not land for the energy that you want out of a host. That's you want that to be a party. Even again, even if you have to roast the HFPA and they deserve it, there's a way to do that while laughing, while smiling, while keeping the energy 
like a roast, right? Yes. Where you on a, in a roast, you do a roast well, you can really put a sharp tip on things sure. and have the whole room busting up. Ricky Gervais, case in point. Ricky Gervais. Damn. Yeah, that's the Anyway, thing. yeah, it was it was probably the most awkward monologue I've seen at an award show. Yeah, I was very I mean, uncomfortable. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, long silences. Yeah, it was, it was just weird. weird. Can we just do a little sampling of the new Nick Carter song that I had teased yesterday that he wrote for his brother Aaron? Uh, we just have it queued up to the hook. It's called Hurts to Love You. I think it's really good. You still I think it's beautiful. Do you like it? That's cool. I dig it. I, I do too, and I like that it's not super, super slow. It's It's got that little bit of the... That little guitar riff in the back. And the little uh, keyboardy thing. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, that is out today. Uh, called Hurt to Love You yep. by Nick Carter. There you go. Uh, I got a little uh, TV trivia for you. Oh. And then there's a big thing coming to Texas, the kind of thing that used to only be in like Florida or California. Big thing coming to Texas, I'll tell you about. But can you figure out this TV trivia? This show debuted in 1989, and it had characters with the names Malibu, Gemini, and Sunny. Huh, sounds like a Barbie playhouse. Oh, far from it, my friend. Do you know what it was? Can you figure it out? I'll tell you about that and a little thing that make you go, huh, coming up next on my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant, who want to remind us of the dangers of texting and driving. There are some really alarming statistics out there. Uh, For example, Mike Bryant tells me that Somewhere around 3,000 people die each year from texting and driving, along with other distracted driving behaviors. He says we need to make it, this is Mike I'm talking about, Needs to. we need to make it a goal to put our phones away when we're operating motor vehicles. I'm talking, uh, you know, having the phone in your hand. That's really dangerous because just two seconds of texting and driving increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. That two seconds can end a life. It can change it forever. Please be careful out there. And if, God forbid, you ever do find yourself in an accident resulting in injury, don't sign anything. Contact Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. He'd be more than happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. Uh, you can find him very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's do it. Woo. We're going to try doing woo. We're, we're kind of road testing that one, too. Yeah, we're woo. doing a lot of that. Um, it's exciting. It sure is, Steve. This is an interesting time to be alive. The show uh, in 1989 that had character names, I gave you some trivia beforehand, Donna. Would you please, so that I get my bonus, make it official? Did you delete this open? Oh, no. This is a huh. Oh, sorry. Oh, This is a certifiable... Things that make you go Well, I already know the answer, and that's only because... Mike was very excited about this. Mike. Show was right in my wheelhouse. I was 13. I loved it. This bleeping show was one of the sweetest shows of all time. 
And by sweetest, I mean that as like awesome, not aw, yep. sweet. Yep. The show was in 1989. It featured, I'll give you a few more names now. Nitro. Oh, yeah. Malibu. Gemini. Mm-hmm. And Sunny. But originally, the first six main characters of this show were supposed to be named Catalyst, Dominoes, Evander, <laughs> Willie, Lace, and Zap. Lace and Zap survived, mm-hmm. made the cut. The show, Mike, you can have the honors. What was the name of it? From Gladiator Arena in beautiful Hollywood, California, American Gladiators! Yes. This show was so great. They brought it back with Hulk Hogan and uh, Layla Ali, Yep, I believe. Oh, yeah. And I got into that. I started watching that, too, just because I I wanted to, to feel those feels again. How about the, the uh, Donna, did you watch it much? Not really. I oh. was already out of college, working, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got the, the, to that one. Uh, I think it was on like Saturdays, Saturday late morning, early afternoon, maybe Saturday night. I don't know. But I remember we would watch it as a family. And uh, it was these American gladiators versus... Normal Joe Schmoes. You know, here's Bill. He's an accountant at Ratliff Incorporated. And now he's in some gauntlet where some mean gladiator is shooting tennis balls at him from some sort of a cannon gun (laughs) at 60 miles an hour. And he has to try and, you know, take an arrow and hit this bullseye and all this stuff. There was one, Mike, you remember the one where they, like, essentially raced, bear crawled, but on the ceiling? Yeah. Yes. That thing was so fun. It was like you were strapped in, but you were you were upside down, and then you were going on this track, and so you Swing were moving shot, yourself forward with your hands and your feet. It was nuts. It was. That game rocked. Sky Track. There it is. Sky, Sky track, track was the name of it. Yes. So good. Queen. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Because it was just a random thing that made me go, huh? Ooh, like this day in history? No. No, just just popped up in the internet, and I wanted to give it to you. Look, half of the audience likes it right now. The mics out there, I'm not and being the Donnas judgmental. are I'm just, just like no. I'm just curious as to why it was being brought up. Like, what was the purpose? Let me ask a return question. What's the question? <laughs> why would you not bring up American Gladiators? What do you have against like American just randomly? Gladiators? Okay, like I'm going to bring up the Flintstones. Great show. See, it's been too long. Great show. Great show. I mean, we all need a Barney in our lives, right? And a Just Pebbles. A steady Eddie. I don't and know that we bam, need a Pebble. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That dude's nuts. Bam! You would have hated Bam Bam. If he lived on your block, you would have oh, had yeah, him incarcerated. Like, shut this kid up. <laughs> I've already said on record a gazillion times, no way Fred Flintstone survives the Me Too movement. We know that. He was in the the Buffalo Club. That was old. Do you know who he basically was? Was, um, what's his face? From To the Moon, Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph Cramden. Thank you. Giving birth in the United States is more than 20 times as lethal as skydiving. What? Why? if you cry in space, your tears don't fall because there's no gravity. They just kind of stay up by your eyes until you wipe them away. Huh. Make you go. And elephants are afraid of bees. Aw, the bubbles. Aw. I could see you having like a small radioactive, like there was some sort of nuclear problem, and so it just stays small, a small elephant. I would love that. Six foot. No, I want He'd... him to be able to stand on the desk. Oh. Like small. Oh, this Put is something in my out pocket. of a Dr. Seuss Correct. book. By the way, elephants, am I right? Crazy how thick their ankles are. Oh my gosh. And like the nose situation. It was a week ago that I just learned that they were not sucking peanuts up through their nose. You said they're bringing them up and then dropping them in their mouths. Correct. Right. I could yeah. be making it up. Say nope. anything with enough confidence. The, the end of an elephant's nose is almost like a finger, so they can actually pick things up with the end of their nose and use it to put it in their mouth. Elephant talk. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to the elephant vision that I had. You say you want like a teacup elephant, but I could see you having like a six or seven foot tall elephant who you like because, you know, he's a companion and ends up, he's like... He's my service companion. 4,000 pounds, though. All of your furniture is destroyed. The couch has been split in two. It's down on the ground. The legs snapped off. He once accidentally sat on the dining room table. It's busted. But you have friends over, and you're the one who's like, oh, I know. This is Randy. Oh, gosh, what a bugger. Uh, But we could just sit down. We'll sit down here on the floor. It's fine. And he's just wrecking crap left and right. But you have like a real, almost alarming emotional attachment. Totally. To he's sticking his nose in people's purses, you know, taking stuff out, eating it. Oh, that's just Randy being Randy. Oh, he has just a handful. Oh, my gosh. But I love him. I do. I love you him. You have quite the imagination, Steve Patterson. <sighs> Thank you, Donna. Are we still tied up? You're winning four to three right now. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Could this be the year that Donna beats me in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Yes. She's up four to three right now. Uh, we will see. This is the first year of having Mega Mike as our game maker on it. So who knows? Maybe the questions have been skewed in my favor all this time. 651 641 1071. That's the number that you can call. You can call it. Uh, And then you can play with us. Everybody gets to play along, but one gets to call and maybe win a prize. We're giving away one Bitcoin to our winner. That, after the break, actually a Mm -hmm, mm t-shirt. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. 
Everything entertainment. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Producer Machine Gun Mike. Ooh. I see how smart you are. I, I, I just went with that one because a caller called in and said it matches your initials, you talk fast, and it also is a gangster theme. But I don't know if I want the gun thing. I yeah, don't, that's don't true, like that. especially in yeah in these it's days. It's tough. See, it's tough to do this. He also said we're forcing it too much and it'll just come to us next Yeah, right? he's right. Yeah. Who okay. was it? Uh, uh, Bob called. Hey, Bob. 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 All right, we're ready to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today is a very special day. Did you two know that today is National Kiss a Ginger Day? No. no. I love me a ginger. I'll find Find your favorite ginger, give him a kiss, and today we're doing gingers and pop culture. Okay. And we've got uh, Philip to play along with us. Hey, Philip. Hey, I uh, I don't like ginger. Sorry. Oh, not for oh, me. Wow. Like like romantically, or just if you see one romantic, ro- I, okay. romantically. But you'd be open to a f- cordial friendship with a ginger, yeah? Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, sure. Wow. Is he giving me one bitcoin? Do I give you my bitcoin address now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah, you have to give me your uh, digital wallet or whatever it's called. Yeah, you guys. We're having fun. We're talking about we stuff. love gingers on this show. We'll That's just put right. it out there. Um, all right. So, who are you going to pick, Philip? Uh, I got to go with NFT Steve. Okay. My boy. I'm just going to turn my uh, volume baby. down. And blah, 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 blah. Okay. okay. Bye Sounds now. Good. Okay, Bye. All right. Here Philip's we go. volume down as well before he says something terrible about a ginger. Um, Steve, <laughs> we're uh. going to get things started for uh, with you. As again, it's National Kiss a Ginger Day today, okay. and uh, that is the theme for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. All right, here we go. You got some explaining to do. If you can't name this comedic redhead who won five primetime Emmys, named to the time top, or excuse me, the 100 most important people by time of the century, and also received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Lucille Ball. This singer-songwriter has sold more than 150 million records, making them one of the best-selling artists of all time, and the recent completed tour was also the highest-grossing of all time. Not bad for a 31-year-old. Ed Sheeran. She made guest appearances through the 2000s on shows like ER and Veronica Mars, but her breakout came in 2011 with six features, including Take Shelter, The Tree of Life, and The Help. Jessica Chastain. Yes. I really think I got that. You feel confident with that. I think it's Jessica Chastain. Three seconds to go, but you're going to feel confident with that. We'll see what uh, Ginger Hater says here. Um, uh, uh, Philip, how's it going? Steve, I think you want me a Bitcoin. Bruh, bruh, you don't even know, man. Let's get it on the dark web. You feel feel good about those, right? Yeah, um, I'm a little worried that your producer's not going to give it to me now, though. Oh, no, I happily will. He's going to give you, like I said, it's a digital wallet. It's a thing. It's crypto, baby. Everybody gets it. We all love it. Yeah. Going to 100K, Steve. Yes. To the moon. All right, we're going to put yeah. Philip back on hold, and we will go ahead and bring Donna in here. Hey, Donna's coming hey, back. Hey, guys. Wow, that Donna, was fast. That was pretty fast. Well, You're right. Uh, You're a buddy, man. 
We will get things started again. This theme today is gingers and pop culture on this National Kiss a Ginger Day. Okay. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, sir. Started off with this one. You got some splaining to do if you can't name this comedic redhead who won five primetime Emmys. She was named to Time's 100 Most Important People of the Century, and she also received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Lucille Ball. This singer-songwriter has sold more than 150 million records, making them one of the best-selling artists ever. And their most recent completed tour was the highest-grossing of all time, not bad for a 31-year-old. Ed Sheeran. She made guest appearances through the 2000s on shows like ER and Veronica Mars. Her breakthrough came in 2011 with six feature films, including Take Shelter, The Tree of Life, and The Help. Oh, my gosh. I don't know who that is. Jessica Chastain? All right. The Help. Wait, That's... let me think of The Help. Jessica Chastain, I That's guess. That's the answer you're going to go with? Yes, sir. All right. We will start things off. Uh, like this, uh, we'll go through the, uh, let's go through the first one. Obviously, everyone knew that one. That's the easy gimme one. Lucille Ball. Nice job. You both nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. I left pronouns out of this second one just to kind of mix it up a little bit, but sure. you guys saw right through that. Yep. It, of course, is Ed Sheeran. Yes. Yeah. Love nice. me some Ed. Nicely done. And then finally, this is the uh, third one. Uh, you hemmed it hot a little bit, Donna, but you finally landed on <gasps> Jessica Chastain. Tell me it's right. Steve, right out of the gate, said Jessica Chastain, and you're both correct. Yeah! Shoot, man. Nicely done. That yeah. means one thing. Tiebreaker. Now what do we do? We head to a tiebreaker. That's what that means. Right. So we are going to play a little audio clip, a little Let's song go, from a famous redhead. You tell me who it is. Ring in. Your name is your uh, is your buzzer. That's how it works. So yell at your name, and uh, and that's how you're going to answer the question. So here we go, as I've stalled long enough to get a song ready. Donna, rebut. Boom. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Oh, man. Sorry. Now we have to break the news I to, to Philip that he is here not is. getting... A Bitcoin. Philip, your thoughts uh, about a heartbreaking defeat? I was uh, half a second behind Donna with that answer. Oh, sorry, Philip. Yeah. Um, having uh, 90s country music stars should not be an option on this game. Wow. I hear you, Philip. It's absolute garbage, and many people oh, have said. Philip, bad connection. That they have been. Can't hear you. Spoon feeding Donna this year because of her pouting. And she is our little Gerber baby, and they just give her these country music. I'm retiring with that Bitcoin. <laughs> I know. You only need sixteen thousand to retire. That's a heck of yeah. A... Yeah. Sorry <laughs> he's, about he's that. Close. He's getting very close <laughs> to his the nest egg that he needs. Philip, thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for Phillip. the call. Love you, Philip. You're my best friend, my baby buddy. Boo! Woo! I'm leading. Do you have no idea how exciting this is for me? You're up by two right now. I know. You're up by two. And by the you're way, up. funny, <laughs> you're up five to three. And just to show you how close and how far that is, you know, it feels kind of close right now. But like at the end of the year, if this all continued, because you always feel like you lose and you lose big, oh, but yeah. you really don't lose big because it's five to three right now. Kind of close. Oh, you're gonna at the this? end of the year, it would be like 150 to 90. Yeah. Until I, I just I can't get too far ahead of myself here. Thank you. Love you. Got a tip. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. So funny. 
Thanks, man. Okay, here are the six worst things to order at brunch. Six worst things to order at brunch. Number one, anything you could easily make at home. Duh. If all you want is scrambled eggs and toast, fine. But you're paying a premium for something you can make yourself for 50 cents. Thank you. Although, but if you kind of are crappy at cooking stuff and you oversalt your eggs or they come out a little runny, sometimes you're paying somebody not to just make something you can make, but to make it better. Number two, corned beef hash. Mm. A lot of people don't realize they prefer the cheap canned variety, so they're underwhelmed when it's made from scratch. I don't know if I've had corned beef. I think I have. I don't really Is it like s- it. Salty? Yeah, kind of. Nice. Restaurants also tend to toss all kinds of leftovers in there, so you might be eating yesterday's scraps. <sighs> you know what? Specialty omelets are another way they like to use up old ingredients that are going bad. I don't know if they're going bad. I feel like that's taking a huge leap. I would say the same. What's more exciting than an omelet station? If you're on a cruise and you hit up an omelet station in the morning and you know that the other members of your party have already reserved an outdoor table and the sun is shining, but there's a gentle breeze and you're freaking surrounded by the sea, golly, I want to get out of here. When was the last time you've done that? Last cruise I went on was in 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay. It's been, oh, we're on year five? Get busy living or get busy dying. Eggs Benedict. According to Anthony Bourdain, it is a risky order because bacteria loves hollandaise sauce. Nice. Chefs also make big batches of it ahead of time, so it's probably sitting out for a little bit. Mm, I don't know if I know what hollandaise sauce oh, it's, tastes like. It's good. It's kind of mild, isn't it? Like, Mike, do you yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, pretty mild. It's just sweeter or savory. No, uh, more savory. It's it's just kind of there. Just imagine it's egg yolk with melted butter, a little lemon juice in there as well. It's just very yeah yeah yeah. Uh, it's just kind of there. Bacon eggs. <laughs> Only order it if you're at a nice place where you know where you know like the steak is good because you could get tough low quality cuts. Mm. And oh, listen to this: bottomless mimosas and bloody marys. It says here, if you're just trying to tie one on, go for it. But it, uh, but be ready for a hangover. When drinks are bottomless, they're usually made with the cheapest liquor, champagne, and juice they can find. Hmm. Good point. Okay. Thank you. May I make my observation that I've made many times before on the show? Mimosa, Bloody Mary. Someone having it at breakfast, and you're like, oh, how fun. Oh, my gosh. Jeannie, that is such a fun way to start our Saturday. This is great. However, you crack an IPA. At 7.30 in the morning, and you look like a psychopath. You look like, wow, that guy's just a partier. He's lost control. Mimosas and Bloody Marys, totally fine. Yeah, I'll take some Merlot in the morning. Can I just get some Jack Neat, please? Frown upon. There's vodka in the Bloody Mary, right? 
Absolutely. So if you just say, you know what, can I just have a shot of vodka? Sir, have you heard about Betty Ford? I don't think people I don't think people judge people at brunch in that way. If you want to knock back a jack, who am I to say? I'm drinking vodka. It's just covered up in tomato juice. But the tomato juice covers a multitude of sins. If you see somebody else just getting vodka neat, you're like, I'm worried about her. Sure. Does anybody want another bloody? They're putting meat in it. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. You know, it's really funny because Bloody Marys are kind of like a regional thing. If you go to Chicago, Minneapolis, St. Paul, you get your Bloody Mary. Oftentimes it comes with a sandwich on top of it. You know, you get your meat stick, your olives, your celery, your cheese cube, all sorts of stuff. But you get that sidecar, too. When you ask for that in a lot of other states, they're like, a what now? A chaser, you know? You get a little thing of beer. Sometimes they give you a mini bottle of beer to go with your Bloody Mary. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. When we come back, Donna's got news uh, about Rachel Ray. If you're a fan of the Rachel Ray Show, some news that will absolutely impact you. We'll get into that when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Hey, we're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Mega Mike is with us as well. Mega. Mega. <laughs> I also want to go into Beavis and Butthead when we start doing that. I kind of do too. Mega. Mega. He was always easier to do than Butthead. Yo, yo. I don't know the difference. I'm sorry. Butthead is the. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Beavis was the one who was like likely to get the group in trouble more. Gotcha. He was just sort of hell bent. Kind of looked like the devil. Okay. Who wore the Metallica shirt? Uh, I don't know. Beavis had blonde hair. All right, fine. Um, Rachel Ray's daytime talk show may be on the chopping block. It's been on the air for 17 seasons. And one industry source is telling Page Six that her show is ending. This is going to be the last season. It hasn't been doing well for a while. It's easy to forget that it's even on. But other insiders at the show are saying this talk comes up every year, you know, because the show is renewed yearly. In fact, they're out renewing the show right now, and there's never a decision until later in the spring. Oh. They wouldn't announce renewal to to the staff until maybe March, and no one would even know about it till then. Another show said, we have not canceled this show. But... Why are newbies, Sherry Shepard and Jennifer Hudson, why have they had a renewal announcement already? Just yesterday. Because because I think those are fake. I see. They, I, this is an assumption. This isn't, I'll tell you, I've, I've worked at a place before where there was a show that was picked up for a season two and a press release went out. But they had already signed a two-year agreement. And so it was just like you can drop it and you get fake news, good news that is, oh, wow, it got picked up. And anytime you read something got picked up, 
it must be doing well. But I would hazard the guess, and, and particularly with talk shows, because you will see a lot of talk shows go off after two seasons. Katie Couric, Meredith Vieira. Sure. Okay. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Uh, yeah Pickler right. and Ben. And so I think that that's a little bit of fake news. Those shows might be doing really well. Sherry Shepard and uh, Jennifer Hudson. But if you're a more established show, I bet you're right that you do. You're you make a decision maybe a little bit more in real time. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Donna. What do you think? I mean, do you think it's going to be canceled? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be canceled based on ratings. Canceled or walking away are two different things. You have to sort of choose your words wisely when you're talking TV shows and if they get renewed. Because my assumption would be it's kind of a Rachel Ray choice. Okay. So she might decide to step away. When we say 17 seasons, are these like survivor seasons or has she legit been on the air with her own show since like 2005 or 6? I'm going to guess survivor seasons. Well, I'm sure we could look it up. First episode, first episode date, September 18th, 2006. Oh, All right, so, so yeah, there you go. Pretty much year. Real seasons. Wow. Are we hearing from Rachel Ray at all tomorrow? I don't know if she's calling in. Oh, probably. It's a big anniversary, yeah, broadcast. Five-year celebration. Mike, you prepped and ready emotionally for uh, tomorrow's festival? I don't know if I could ever emotionally be ready, but I am as prepped as I can be. Oh, man. Donna, what should we wear? I don't know. Sweats. No, no, no. No, oh, Donna. Donna. Sorry, okay, sorry, she doesn't get out a ton anymore. No, we can't just wear What? Sweats. They're very in right now. You mean like a velour tracksuit kind yes, of a thing? Yes. Yes, like very Sopranos. Did you go through a phase where you tried to wear tracksuits around? Absolutely. Like outside? Of course. Yeah. I grew I up in New Jersey. I pull it off. Oh, my gosh, it's still in there. Oh, totally. I used to get one for my mom every year for Christmas. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You know, Just like the, the velour diff- ones. Yeah, different colors? Oh, yeah. I remember, I feel like J-Lo would sport them a lot, like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, with and some like, like wow. sneakers with a heel type of thing. Yeah. Oh, I went through so many tough phases trying to look... The right, the most confident I ever. What do you mean went through, <laughs> going through? <laughs> the most confident I ever felt on a first day of school, in hindsight, was one of the dumbest ways I've ever looked. It was junior year, and I got um, Saucony white shoes or Saucony, however you pronounce those, oh, but yeah, they were yeah, hot yeah. at the moment. Yep. So they were white, and my feet are size thirteen, and so white really draws attention to your clown feet so i start with those as my base and then i build up from there donna sure i'll walk you through it we've got time <laughs> started there as your base you started with the shoe you gotta start from the ground up girl started from the bottom now we hit so then okay. i pair the white tennis shoes with a dark blue jean that had a terribly noticeable sheen over them they were almost like a plastic covering. Light, they would reflect light if, if shined upon. So I was like, those are hot. Then we get to my upper torso. Hey. I put a clean 
white T-shirt on, right? Just a clean white tee. Nothing no. wrong with that. No. I put on a big silver cross chain necklace okay. worn on the outside of my shirt. A thick cross, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. I did. I went through that phase, too. Like big, thick, black, beaded. And then my hair was bleached. Okay, that's where you're losing me now. I will tell you what hair color does not go well with translucent translucent Scottish-Irish skin, and that is bleached. I want a picture right now. I wish I could find I do. There are pictures somewhere. I don't have one on my phone. Maybe your mom doesn't. She's listening. You think it's on her phone? She's going to have to go into like... No, uh, she'll have to find a photo album, take a picture of the picture. Yeah. Then I got my ear pierced not long after that. Wore what, what did your fake, parents think? Probably disappointment. I remember one one day, so to get to my bedroom, I'd have to walk past my dad in the kitchen, like sitting in, quote unquote, his chair. Mm. And I came home and I had just gotten my hair cut and I shaved half my head. And it was long on one side and it was shaved on the other. And I just tried to sneak past my dad. <laughs> Just walk long hair side facing him. <laughs> hey, Hello, like Dad. Face. And I walk by and he goes, Don, give me a break already, please. And I go, what? He's like, just give me a break. <laughs> and I just went in my bedroom and shut the door. Just Isn't it great a break. how parenting used to be so much simpler? <laughs> He didn't have to unpack, you know, all right, tell me what led to this haircut. What were you thinking? What are you no. going for here? Just give me a break. He just rolled his eyes. And then follow eyes. it up with, honestly, just give just me a break. Just give me a break already. <laughs> like, what? Well, my dad had hair down past his shoulders when he was in high school. Wow. So, you know, when you then have your kids going through the, the, the modern version of that, it's probably tough to over-lecture that. I also shaved my head for a long period of time, but there was a time where I was bicking my head, too, just shaving it totally off, and I swapped out my fake diamond earring for a silver hoop earring because I thought it would make me look like Michael Jordan. <laughs> now, the those observant folks out there will note that, uh, among other things, Michael Jordan is black, and I am pasty You're white. You're translucent. <laughs> they couldn't even see me. They were like, that earring's floating. <laughs> it wasn't until I got really close and touched them that they were like, Steve? Okay, wait a second now. Where does Lou come into the picture? What year of high school for you? She was here for this phase. Oh, uh, we started dating in sophomore year. Uh, junior year, when she came home one summer from spending the summer in California with her dad, I had bleached my hair. And I didn't tell her, and she. I picked her up at the airport and had the bleached hair, and it was shortly after that that we had one of our first breakups. <laughs> Causation Coincidence? Yeah, you thought me. not. Wow, that woman deserves a medal. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, when we come back, we're going to rank all of the, and this is, we've been putting this off for a while, but from one to a hundred, all of the shelled Nuts. Different shelled nuts. That is not true. We are not doing that. We actually have content when we come right back.